welcome back to When a Gay Girl Meets a Trans Girl. I'm the Gay Girl, Holly. And I am the Trans Girl, Brooklyn. What have you been up to this last few weeks? It's been a while. I've been taking care of a baby and mostly doing that. And playing some games, which we'll get to at Gay Gaming. But you've been doing a lot more gaming since you've had the baby in the last week or two. Yeah, I'm starting... Well, he's starting to get into a schedule, so... Yeah. He's starting to do a lot more um, looking around, and you can actually hold him up, and his neck kind of is a little more stiff, so he doesn't wiggle it too much, and he he smiles a lot now. He's starting to laugh and smile and stare at you and wait for something to happen. Yeah. He's a good little boy. We We hit a milestone on here on the episode. Do you know what that was? No. Yeah. We're at 2,053 uh, downloads. Uh, Isn't that cool? Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. pretty neat. Yeah. That is pretty cool. That's actually a really good amount of downloads. Hello, 2,053 download people. Yes. 2,053 people. Imagine I am talking with you right now. Sitting on the couch next to them or their dinner chair. Or in their car? You're right next to them in their car? Or behind them? Don't look behind you in your car. I'm interested in that dinner chair of what might be provided. Depends on which country you're in. I really want some more Thai curry right now. So you Thai people start listening more to us and start giving her food. Mm. Yeah. I'm hungry right now while we're doing this, if you can't tell. Thai food. Is that your kind of favorite kind of food? No. No? I I don't like a lot of Thai food, but I like Thai curry. Mm. You do make uh, curry chicken mm. often. I wouldn't say a lot, but often. I want it again. Yeah. Tonight I'm making, making uh, see if I can get this right, chicken penne. <laughs> chicken piccata. Oh my god. Chicken piccata. I love chicken piccata. I'm making chicken piccata. Um, if you like capers, it's a good dinner to have. If you've never had capers... If you like pickles or green olives, things like that, you'd probably like capers. Ew. I don't like pickles. It's all made with vinegar. Mm. Yeah. I feel like they have a kind of almost mustard seed. I don't know. I get that. I don't like them raw, but cooked, oh my god, I could eat all of them. Yeah. I don't know. I, um... I... She... The recipe that I use is calls for like a half of a cup of capers. I want the whole cup. I I do usually about two cups of capers for her. Yep. Because she likes them just loaded in there. And I even throw a little bit of the juice inside the sauce as I make it. I'd have to say that some of my favorite foods that Holly makes is... she. she the other day she ended up making a stew. And that is a mean stew, I tell you what. And by mean, I mean spicy. Like she can really clear out your sinuses with that stew but it is so good it has so much flavor to it and the house it smells amazing the whole entire time it's cooking i usually i usually don't make it like too spicy but yesterday i actually accidentally dumped in like a quarter of the bottle (laughs) it was still good though the flavor was was good i actually kind of like it spicier like let's get on a warm day it is i know she was talking about making it again um here in the studio, we also actually have our little guy. He started screaming while we were recording, so I went and fetched him. Yeah. He's got the most beautiful blue eyes. Um, what are some of your other foods that you like? Especially going into holiday, what is something that you're just like, ah, that's just great for the winter? Oh, like Christmas, we don't really, we never really had like a major Christmas meal because we just did Thanksgiving. So sometimes we'd switch with ham or turkey and just repeat it. So Christmas dinner isn't really anything significant to me. There's not like a, ooh, I really miss that kind of thing. But you're talking like just food I like to eat when it's cold? Yeah, maybe just when, you know, like when it snows. Like it has a few times here. I like ice cream. She likes the ice cream directly from the <laughs> snow. 
Well, I do make good snow ice cream with the Bratlands. Uh huh. I know you, on the last time we were on here, you gave a recipe for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Chicken noodle soup's always good. Something that I always really like when it's cold like this winter is a good old-fashioned um, grilled cheese. I was just thinking grilled cheese in my head before you said that. It just is nice and warm. How like random and weird is that? We do that a lot. That is crazy. (laughs) (laughs) Of all the food, like we don't sit here and eat grilled cheese often. I mean, I don't care for grilled cheese, but I knew she was going to say grilled cheese. Yeah. I don't know. Grilled cheese is like, like I said, it's nice and warm. It's not super like. Not pastrami sandwich. um, Pastrami sandwiches are great, but I just. Reuben. No, I mean they're great, but I I still think grilled cheeses are something that just kind of really hits my heart in the middle of the cold winter. Hmm. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That is so weird. Yeah. That's cool. <laughs> so, what do you like as far as candy going into like Christmas? Christmas stocking candy. I remember my mom would always. Well, there's an orange a few years. But there's also the gold money and the deception from that from when you're young. I think that is funny. I know you're like, oh, that's real gold. <laughs> um, I love dots. And then she'd always get nerd ropes for me. Um, yeah, dots. I'm more of a fruity candy person. I'm not a huge chocolate person. Except for those Gordova, the white chocolate ones. Oh, my God. Yeah. I love that. Like hardly anybody I know likes the white chocolate, so I get to enjoy them. I like the um, like the hazelnut chocolates. Those are really good. The Cordova ones. Um, I typically, I always get like the little crisp Santa crisps is what they are. Ew, I don't like wafer stuff or crispy. I'm not a big fan of it either, but it's just part of the holiday to me. Um, and then also, you always get the Reese's trees. Nope, not me. Yep. Those are some of my favorites, too. I'm not a peanut butter chocolate person. Yeah. My mom would always get those. Uh, you know, it's funny. Every time I get, like, a bag, you, like, start to go after them, though. Because I want one. Because it's there. Oh. Gotcha. Um, But my mom would always like those Manila wafers. Yeah. I hated those things. What were they called? Whoppers? Oh, yes. Whoppers. Or... Oh, she loved them. What's the other one? There's another... Milk Duds? No. Um... I think my dad liked Milk Duds, but that's because of the Gorilla song, Feel Good. He always thought they were saying Milk Dud, and we were like, what? Wow, wow. Milk Dud. Just like, what? (laughs) Oh, my God. That's hilarious. (laughs) Yeah, we're looking forward to Christmas. We got a Christmas episode. We'll be on our next episode, which will be nice and fun, as always. Um... I guess Ooh. that's not our next episode. That's the episode after, correct? Or am I wrong? Yeah. I guess Tatum could do it this year. Do what? A reading. Yeah. Oh, Lord. So this child, he has improved a lot, but his reading's going to be a little interesting. But it's going to be fun. Have them read uh, uh, The Night Before Christmas again, just like last year. I was thinking a different one, maybe. Is there another, like... Christmassy poem? There's a few out there, but I think The Night Before Christmas is probably the one that's more traditionally read on Christmas Eve. Hmm. I guess that's true, yeah. In the past, we um, have talked about Friendsgiving quite a bit, actually, as a way to... um, That it was what a lot of the LGBTQ plus community has always participated in because a lot of people have been dismissed by their families. Yeah. So it was a good way for people to still be around people that they consider their chosen family, people they love. It's just a good way to, you know, have fun, just to get your mind off of things. But anyway, today we're having a Friendsgiving of our own and we've brought some guests into the studio um we have some podcasters from two gays talking and some other guests as well that are going to help us explain friendsgiving a little bit more i have lucas from two gays talking hello i am here today i have Alyssa here hey i have maddie here from two gays talking as well hey. i have Annika over here 
Hi. <laughs> and then I have. I have, sparkles. I have Sailor. Hey. Sailor hey. is wearing my hey. unicorn hey. hat right hey. now. Hey. Um, so. I need a podcast just of Sailor. <laughs> we have discussed on the podcast multiple times uh, doing Friendsgiving as a form of way. Sorry. As a way of having LGBTQ Thanksgiving, Christmas, uh, just different things that you can. Um, celebrate. Celebrate, yeah. With your friends that are also your family when you don't have somebody that supports you someone that doesn't love you that you have been blood related to you got these people around here and these are these are my friends these are the people that i celebrate with friendsgiving um you guys and we are, call that our chosen family you're right that is our chosen family and these are all the people that i love these are a very select few but i have i have so many more that didn't make it on here um but I just want you guys to kind of talk and you just tell me what you guys think as far as what is Friendsgiving to you? What is this community to you that you guys love so much that you are, you guys are supporting, that you guys are there for me? Yeah. So I met all of you guys when we all worked at the same business. Um, and since then, it's just kind of become more of a family rather than just people I work with. And we've built that bond with each other. I mean, three of us in the room out of six of us in the room have matching tattoos. Um, so just being here with, with the people that really love and are here to support you through through anything means the absolute world. I mean, I went through hell today. So that's amazing. here I am yes. with my chosen family and they are here to support me and love me through this really really hard time and i've never been happier in this moment well we love you lucas Aww. so I love much you too. love you Alyssa, tell us a little bit about what you think um you're hanging out with people that are of the like i said earlier lgbtq community mm -hmm. how does that affect you what is what do you feel when you hang around us because you're straight, and I feel like you've been around primarily straight people your whole life. So is it different hanging around with people who are part of the LGBTQ community? Honestly, I don't think so, because I wasn't raised in a way to where, like, it would be weird. Mm -hmm. So I just, I mean, I feel like I've never had a group of coworkers who were so close, so... I don't know. I just love you guys. Aww. <laughs> we, we love, love you, too. too. <laughs> So, to you, Holly, what is your Friendsgiving to you? Well, for me, I wasn't dismissed by my family. I was very fortunate and still welcomed. There was a little bit getting used to, but overall, I had a pretty good turnout from that. Um, but when I was, like, I guess in the Marine Corps, we did have Friendsgivings, and that was nice. I mean, were, did you have a lot of friends involved? Were, was it like a group of three, four, ten? Oh, it, I went to a lot of different groups of friends. I don't know. In the Marine Corps, I was really popular. Like, that was like my place that I really belonged. Like, people would tell me, do you know everybody on base? And I'd be like, no. Because uh -huh. I'd always be like waving and talking to people. I don't know. That was just my scene. Okay. I'm usually not a social butterfly, but there I was. Do but... You yeah, it was nice having that because, like, without your family and everything. So that's another good way to look at it. Um, with you having Friendsgiving, it's not just for those that don't have family or don't have family that cares about you. It's for if you're on the other side of the country, other side of the world, you have people. So it fits in every quality of life, not just the LT LGBTQ community. Even if you have your family there, you can still do stuff with your friends if, like, you want to have separate things, like... Sure. All your friends together, a time to chill and give thanks and make an important holiday involve them as well. Yeah. Make them feel more important. Okay. How about you, Annika? I'm going to switch over here to Annika here and see what her opinion is on it. Yes. So you, how do you identify? Um, I would say I'm like most closely probably pansexual. Like I would go out with whoever kind of. Okay. <laughs> like as long as I like their personality. Um, and I feel like we get along, but a lot of my friends are LGBT and I feel like I just, I vibe with, with that. And, um, a lot of people generally are a lot more accepting. 
of you as a person, I feel like, which is, which is cool. Um, and I really like being here and like spending time with everyone because we all like make each other laugh and I feel like it's a good vibe. So it, it's fun. <laughs> I don't okay. know if that was very insightful, but. <laughs> <laughs> Do you, um, so are you openly, you said you're pansexual. Are you openly pansexual to family, to friends, to people you know? Um, a lot of my close friends, yeah. And like my mom, <laughs> but I don't really like tell any other of my family because I've mainly been in like straight relationships, so I haven't really had th that much of a chance to like explore that part of myself. But I've known that that was like a thing that was a part of me for a while, but I just haven't really been out to people besides like close friends and my mom. <laughs> okay. Um, and then we also have Sailor here. Tell us a little bit about... So you're... How do you represent yourself as? Straight. Okay. Straight. <laughs> <laughs> Sailor likes the man. I do. I am a... I don't know. Very hetero. Yeah. <laughs> so when you... So do you have a lot of people that are LGBTQ around in your life right now? Yes. Okay. I have like... The people that I previously worked with, and then a lot of the people that I go to school with are actually like a lot of them are like bi or pr like lesbian and stuff, or a part of the LGBTQ. And I'm like, period. Okay. I don't know. A lot of people, they're just like, it's like it's like normal. Yeah. And I love that it's becoming more of a normal yeah, thing it's than, not it, like than it has been in the past. Stigmatized. And we can be just exactly stigmatized. Yeah. So you want to know something? I read um, this last week here that the generation, your generation here, um, that it is actually declining in the amount of people that support the LGBTQ community. And yeah. I don't know why that is. I don't know what is going on that makes... You know, something that's progressive seems so... High school. High school. High school mm -hmm. Is that sure. what you're thinking? Is it just high school? Absolutely. In high school, I mean, we have such a... We still have a very malleable brain. So I feel like th a lot of the opinions from our parents definitely, you know, have an impact on what we think and what we do stand for and believe in. I mean, I personally, I do have two, unfortunately, Republican parents. My mom is not as Republican. So but do I. <laughs> <laughs> but my mom has been a lot more accepting. And even tonight, with everything that has happened, I have texted my, my grandma and my aunt, who are very, 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 very conservative. Um, but they still send their love and support to me. And I think that that's a definitely a change that that we can see as parents becoming more accepting um so in high school you know we can kind of get our own opinion but but not really because it's still kind of our parents opinion okay no i love that that's that that's actually really really beautiful in the way you said that it's makes sense um a lot of people are a lot of teenagers look up to their parents they yeah. look up to people that have had you know 30 40 years on on them and they hope that what they're doing is guiding them in the right way yeah and that may not be the case and i see kind of a, a a split situation in kind of the the democracy world with not even just republican and democrat but just kind of overall people just having their own values and their own opinions um, and I think that's definitely leaning more towards one side than the other, but sure. they're still getting their own voice and their own opinions, whether it's what we think is right or wrong. Okay. So Lucas, tell me when did you know you were gay? How old were you? Oh girl, I don't even know. <laughs> you just kind of always knew you were gay. I, I really did. And I can confidently say like, I never really had a coming out to my parents we all just kind of knew i think the first experience that i vividly remember is going to my cousin's house and you know my aunt had two daughters and one son obviously me having five sisters i am gonna gravitate towards the women as i do tonight with all of you guys um 
But we did end up playing dress up, and I dressed up as the Little Mermaid working it, as I would. Walked out into the little cornfield in the backyard, and my my dad looked at me, and he said, go take that shit off. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so sorry. I I laughed, but... Yeah, no, but it is what it is, and... And but since I feel like that was my first experience, like knowing that I was different and knowing that me dressing up as the Little Mermaid was quote unquote wrong, which it's not. Just to anyone who's watching, if you're a little boy, little girl out there, dress up as whatever the fuck you want. Oh, yeah. sorry. No, no, you're good. <laughs> sorry, <laughs> I sorry. Will, I will blurp that out. It's okay. Okay. Um, Alyssa, I'm gonna talk to you a little bit. Can you tell me, um, your first that you can remember anyway, maybe you don't remember, but your first interaction with somebody of the LGBTQ community. Mm. Maybe it was working with me. Maybe you're, I'm the first <laughs> person you're like, oh my God, a trans person. <laughs> trans. <laughs> um, I don't know. Honestly, maybe like middle school. Yeah. Is when it started becoming like a thing that I noticed. Did you initially, did it initially bother you because i'm gonna be honest with you i'm gonna be honest with everyone it initially bothered me it bothered me because i was always told from day one that gay that trans that everything in that community was wrong and it was going to end you i ended up with a catholic community where you were told you're going to end up in a place called hell Mm -hmm. and so it did bother me and i tried to protect that side of what i was told was right and that's what prevented me from coming out earlier than what I did. Um, and then I eventually did. And I realized, you know, what I believed you was... You are a, right. Right. I realized what I believed was not... What I believed was right was not right. What I am is right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so... Yeah. You- yeah. I will say, like, it definitely was weird to me at first. But I feel like throughout the years, like, it's, like, because I did grow up in, like, a Christian background, so, like... And you still are, probably. And I I still am a Christian, but it doesn't mean, like, a stereotypical Christian who says, if you're gay, you're going to By the Bible. Yeah, like, like, you're supposed to be loving. You're not supposed to be, like, what's the word? Like, you're not supposed to be condemning people. Yeah, sure. So that's what I believe. So I don't think it's right for other people to judge another person's um, lifestyle choices. Do you believe it's wrong? I don't think it's wrong because at the end of the day, there's other things going on in the world. You know, like there's people out here murdering or something. So why are we worried about like everybody's everyday life? Why are we worried about like what people are doing in their own sheets? Yeah, <laughs> like it doesn't affect anybody else. Okay, that's what I think. So, love you, Alyssa. I love you too, <laughs> Maddie. I'm gonna go over here to you. Um, I know you've been a little bit quiet here, so if you can kind of tell me what's your first interaction with an LGBT community, and you were on our episode a few weeks ago. Um, you identify as. Pansexual. Pansexual. So tell us a little bit about your history with being pansexual and maybe what you um, dealt with maybe in grade school, high school, junior high, whatever it was. Um, I guess kind of piggybacking off of what you guys were talking about, about how it was kind of how you viewed it growing up, how it was kind of seen bad. I've never had that. Both of my parents have always been like super accepting. My dad growing up, he's like, Hey, he's always told me, if you like women, I really don't care. My mom says same thing. She's like, I really don't care because she's had many gay friends or whatever that she's brought me around my whole childhood. So I just thought it was completely normal. I've never thought it was weird. And I've never been treated differently either because I kind of mentioned in the last episode I was in, I kind of present more of like like a straight female most of the time, like a hetero female. So it's like... I don't really get weird looks or anything. And if I do, it's it's not really much. They're just like, okay, cool. That's Maddie. Whatever. But I've never really had a bad experience growing up with it. I always knew it was there, but I never really thought much of it. So from the, as far back as you can remember, you always knew that it existed. I, I mean, 
I knew it was there. I never really acknowledged it. I just knew that two people other than a mom and a dad can love each other because my best friend growing up, she had two moms. And I, I met her when I was probably about like seven. And I grew up with her all the way until like middle school, like I want to say seventh grade. And I'm still friends with her to this day. I love her moms. Like I met them. I thought it was a little weird at first, but I was like, oh, that's normal. They love each other. They have three kids together. That's they're, cool. Yeah, they're happy. So I've never thought it was weird. I always, it was normal because two people loved each other and that's normal no matter who it is. Okay. So I'm going to kind of piggyback off of what you said earlier. Um, do you believe, since I have four girls here and I got one guy here. Barely. <laughs> Barely. <laughs> well, you have the. You have the part for a guy, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I have. Um, so, being four girls and one guy here, um, do you feel like you, your gender, that you ladies are able to be part of a community a little bit easier than a male? And what I mean by that is maybe Maddie or Annika you ladies are able to be able to kiss another girl or be with another girl with a lot less backlash. Ba- yeah, backlash. Mm-hmm. Um, just a lot less damning than what maybe Lucas would be if he Lucas kissed another man inside of the a mall. Seven Eleven. A Seven Eleven. A mall. <laughs> uh, quick trip wherever he's at. A grocery store. Do you feel like you ladies are luckier in that way? Um, I. <clears throat> sorry. I feel like, in a way, there is so much toxic masculinity that for a man to be able to do something like that, he would get so much backlash. But as a woman, people see it as something that's sexy and something that's worth sexualizing. And so I feel with that circumstance, regardless of how stupid, unfortunate, or anything that is, yes, but also like had there not like had there not be a, like so much with toxic masculinity or a stigma behind it then like you're just friends kissing friends like i've kissed <laughs> like right. i've kissed a, a girl deal. before and it wasn't a big deal but if it was like, just two football players right like oh they would like, They'd be canceled. Right. Yeah. They would be canceled like some, in a like heartbeat. Something would ha- like it would be everywhere and they'd be getting called, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. But as a girl, it's like, oh, that is so sexy. Yeah. Like, do it more. Like, I love that. You know, that just really sucks. I, I, I don't even know what else to say. That <laughs> 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 really, really sucks. Really sucks yeah. That, you know, somebody that represents as a male, whether or not they represent as themselves as a full male gay or someone a lot more feminine feminine (laughs) (laughs) that's a new word feminine such as lucas um you you represent yourself the way you are and you are being trashed yeah but anyway um so moving on we're gonna go to annika we're gonna get her name over here um so you represent yourself as pansexual Uh do you remember the very first time that you were kind of open to the idea yeah open to the community yeah um well i've known that i've been attracted to women for like a really long time um and kind of like what Alyssa was saying earlier i grew up in like a a catholic household i went to catholic school and so i had a really hard time accepting it for a long time um especially like once i got to middle school like i kind of for sure do but I felt like a weird guilt about it just because of how I was raised and where I went to school and the the things that they would teach. So it was kind of like a rough journey getting more accepting of it. Um, But also to kind of piggyback off what Sailor was talking about, I do definitely feel like it gets more sexualized with with two women where I've had a lot of um, like male gay friends and they definitely receive more like backlash i would say where people will talk about them and be really ruthless almost especially where i went to school like growing up 
a lot of the people I were was friends with were gay and it really it would bother me especially a lot of the guys like that would play football and everything would would always like be really mean to my friends that were guys so you talked a little bit about um the fact or a little bit earlier you said that you were you've only ever been with guys do you feel a certain kind of pushback against yourself where you're like i don't want to do this anymore or do you feel like oh guys could be my thing for the rest of life and it wouldn't bother me how do you feel about something like that i feel kind of complicated about it honestly um because i have times like where i i will kind of like i the partners i've been with the male partners um i i really cared about but i do feel like i'm more physically attracted to women (laughs) so it does kind of like it's a weird internal thing where i don't it's kind of weird to navigate if that makes sense and it's been something that i think about pretty often but then i just ultimately like i'll either be in a relationship with someone that's like a guy so sure it's just it's kind of a weird thing to navigate especially with like knowing that i'm attracted to women but never really being in that relationship either like it has it's been like a complicated thing to explain to my friends and people does your family know yet my my mom she's known for a while she told me like when i was a freshman in high school like if you're gay like you can tell me and i was like okay yeah i'm gay (laughs) you know she's like wait 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 (laughs) but my a lot of my family is really like they are kind of like conservative and catholic and everything so i it's it's kind of a hard thing to navigate to with that where i feel like well let's say you know later down the line if if the relationship i'm in doesn't work out and i do date a woman like i i don't think a lot of my family is going to be accepting and that's kind of scary and that's been something i thought about when um me and my ex broke up because that was something i was going through in my mind because i really didn't know who i would be with next (laughs) well let me just say um first good luck to you i hope that whatever where you end up is happy um but coming from a family that it took a long time to accept i'm sure they'd get there and wherever whoever you end up with you know they're gonna love you're an amazing person and you're gonna have an amazing person one day so thank you (laughs) so we also have sailor here to kind of round out a little bit so tell us a little bit about yourself. You are straight. Yes. That's too bad. But <laughs> <laughs> Not too bad. True. Real. Um, <laughs> I kind of like having a straight in the group. Or a right. couple straights in the we group. We got two here. <laughs> Alyssa and Sailor. Even so at the playing field. Two gays talking <laughs> needs to have two straights talking. Oh my gosh. Uh, um, Sorry, it's episode. me recruiting. Yeah. <laughs> So, um, like all the others, tell me a little bit about your first interaction with LGBTQ anybody. So, I think, I think the first interaction I had was with one of my mom's friends. Her name is Loli, and she works at a Mexican restaurant. And <gasps> Casa yes, Martinez. Yes. My mom. Yes. She used to shop at the Buckle, and my mom used to work there. I so I, I love, love Loli. Loli, and she's part of the LGBTQ. And I think she's my first like person that I ever met. And I obviously I was young; I didn't understand it, but I never was in a household that I with my none of my family was ever against anything of the sort. So it was very easy for me to not think anything of it and just be like oh okay well not be as judgmental right like okay you're gay like great like i'm like you kind of like you live your life like it's not bothering me it's not affecting me in any way and so like whenever i was younger i just because i just didn't understand as much i would be like 
like what would like i would ask my parents what would you do if i married like if i married a woman <laughs> like what if i grew up and decided i wanted to be with a girl and my parents were always like you can do whatever you want like we're still gonna love you like you're not like it's not gonna change anything about how we see you and so i think having that growing up and then as i got older the people that i surrounded myself with were mostly straight but also i had quite a few friends that were a part of the community and it like just opened up more things to me like it didn't stop anything for them it didn't stop anything for me it just like we made more friends from i don't know like i was just it was just an accepting environment all around so i never had problems like i've always just been whatever like if you're gay you're gay like love ya (laughs) (laughs) i've always been very supportive so (laughs) i get rainbow during pride month i always do don't worry i'm supportive (laughs) low-key though can we change the pride from rainbow can we just switch it to Rainbow's something different i like it rainbows i like a sparkly mm-hmm. rainbow i think it's so tacky you know it's fine i got i have a blue. rainbow flag in my room that says equality i know yeah. and it's cute but like if the rainbow flag was like all shades of like just brown <laughs> and white like like a like a nice pastel or pastels yeah. i could do a pastel flag right. i could do that but like, it's just a lot is all the primary <laughs> colors, all the primary colors <laughs> just all together it's just too too black bright. wouldn't that be like oh, brown because yeah. all the colors mixed together yeah it'd be black okay yeah but that's not what i mean i mean okay. separately but like together work i like what we have <laughs> <laughs> works like i same. love the rainbow the trans flag is really pretty it, it is. The trans flag is so pride pretty. flag in general ugly the pan flag is actually kind of pretty. What's the pan? Okay, tell me about the plan. Pan flag. It's, the plan. it's like it's like yellow, pink, purple. like light blue. I yeah. I it's hurt. yellow, it. a pink, and a I have like, like sky a blue. pansexual. I think the purple pan. one's bisexual. It's like yeah, purple, it's purple pink, pink, and blue. And blue. That's what yeah, yeah, yeah. Pink, yellow, bl- blue. Yep, there's the words. I really like it. It's I, more like a magenta. Yeah, than more of a magenta. It's so pretty though. Yeah, that, that's it's so pretty. Makes me I, I happy like, to be pan. It's pretty. I still like the trans flag better. <gasps> okay, but like Loki. That's the whole reason I became trans. As a line tattoo, <laughs> that would be cute. As a line tattoo, you want like a, like a color tattoo? Like just a, a line of magenta, a okay, line of yellow, a line of blue. That would be so cute. <laughs> Not like a full like color block situation, but just like a line. Okay. I'm down. Well, <laughs> before we let you guys all go, did you guys have any questions for anyone else here? Anyone at all? Lissa, have you ever questioned? Or Lissa or Sailor? Oh. Have either of you either questioned? Because I, like I feel this. like I feel like at some point in everyone's life, you question. Like, I feel like even as a woman, you're like, am I like... Am, do I just love her like a friend or do I love her like more because there are so many friends in my life that it's like a platonic love mm-hmm. yeah and I feel like I wonder if you guys have ever questioned something like that I definitely have questions I have as well um, <laughs> not with anybody specific though like not somebody I know but I think it's more so like things don't work out with the guys I like <laughs> and so I'm like is is it I'm something gay. like yeah because i get the is ick it me? so easily i get the ick so is easily <laughs> is it really me really that's am i the problem like am i am i actually the problem am i the one who's like not doing this <laughs> <laughs> no i think i've questioned but like never the same way like yeah never towards anyone specifically it's just been like girls are pretty but it's also like <laughs> girls are, are too like girls i'm too emotional <laughs> yeah like, and i know like i i can be friends with girls but i don't think i could They're, i don't think i could be emotionally and romantically invested involved. or involved yeah with yeah another woman there are a lot you're really not miss missing much <laughs> i promise <laughs> <laughs> no comment <laughs> any any other questions crew anyone else 
I feel like I have a question for someone, but I don't know what it <laughs> is yet. I feel like I'm going to think about it like later tonight when I go to bed and I'm going to text y'all. Okay, we'll come back around yeah. yet. Put us all in the group chat. I can never think of questions on the spot when it's asked. We can, like, it's always after. We got, we got next year. We always get next year. We got next year. <laughs> um, we have Christmas Annika? too. Right. Annika, you got any questions for anyone? I forgot I need to talk into the mic. Um, I don't think specifically, honestly. No? Not that I can think of, but maybe come back around to me. <laughs> okay. Um, I Sarah. have a question. Oh, I do have a question. You get to think. Who's it for? Kidding. For, <laughs> for you. <laughs> okay. Period. So when did it, like, when did you know that you were, like, ready to transition and be like trans and everything okay so i'll kind of give you a little bit of story of what happened in my life um when i was in first grade that's when i first knew i was trans um there was a girl that walked in uh however old we were at the time she was wearing a dress and i always thought oh god that's so pretty i want to wear that dress too and i remember going back home talking to my mom saying that i wanted to wear a dress the next day and she said that you can't wear a dress because you're a boy. And I said, no, I'm a girl. I don't, I didn't understand that. I didn't know the difference. And she said, you're a boy. Boys, she told, the way she described it at the time, boys had short hair, girls had long hair. And I was like, well, I can grow my hair out then. And she says, that's not the way it works. Growing up, um, even through hitting puberty, it sucked because I saw the girls being able to hang out with each other. They'd have slumber parties they do girl things and I didn't get in I was never involved with them um, and it always sucked not being invited <laughs> it did it, it sucked it I remember sucked. so many times I remember the one time that I was really heartbroken I was in sixth grade I felt horrible and then when puberty hit and you start to have this deep voice it starts cracking and you're like no this isn't right this isn't the way it's supposed to happen and then you have girls develop like you know their chest their breasts and other ways, that's where it really hits. That's where you start to feel like you're going down the sinkhole where you'd rather be dead than you would rather live what's happening to you. And it really sucked, but it was something that over over the years I've learned to live with, being a guy. And I got to a point in my life with my marriage, I was with my last wife, I was always like, this I just don't feel right. This doesn't feel like me. And she was supportive to a certain point. But then when we got to where we were getting divorced, she was no longer supportive. She was like, I'm not dealing with this. And I'm not attracted to females. And then I was like, I'm just going to do this. I was 34 at the time. And I feel like I've lost so much of my life as who I felt like I should have been. Should I have been born a girl? I don't know. But it's just the way I felt. And it sucks that I was not able to be the person that I felt like I should have been. Mm-hmm. And I even to this day, it kind of hurts. I still look back on 21, 22. You know, I got people getting ready to turn 21 and Woo-hoo. 23 or 24? 23. 23. Um, and you guys look amazing. And I was not able to be that kind of person. And it sucks. But I just have to learn to live who I want to be moving forward. And that's kind of what it's been. It's been 10 years now. And I'm happy. I love who I am. And I am... (laughs) Thank you. I am the luckiest person in the world to have each one of you guys. Lucas, Alyssa, (laughs) Maddie, (laughs) Sailor. I love you all so much. And I love everyone else that was able to be here that are also part of my life. You guys made who I am possible Aww. and you guys keep me alive and I love you guys. We love you too. We love you. Who's for real about to start crying? Me. So I hope that I hope that answers your question, Sailor. Yeah it did. Thank you. I do have one question though to wrap this up. I have always been I wouldn't even say I wouldn't put it as confident, but I've always just kind of done me. Um freshman year is when I when I first started doing glam and everything like that so and it 
in my life has not really other than my older sister who's made kind of a big deal about it other than that it's been pretty like smooth sailing and i've grown up in a community where even at my school i felt safe um even though there was a lot a lot of controversy um i knew a lot more people had my back than a lot more people didn't um so how did you guys who did come out sorry to you straights over there <laughs> um okay. how did you guys like coming out because i really didn't have a coming out like my coming out was very open i just kind of loved who i loved i did what i wanted to do my parents either chose to accept it or they didn't my siblings chose to accept it or they didn't and i just kind of did me you know i'm gonna say first of all um my coming out was right after during my divorce i went to my mom first and i i painted my fingernails pink and i told her why do you think i did this and she says i don't know but i know that she kind of knew and i told her that i was trans and she's like what does that mean and i explained it to her and she cried and she cried a lot and then we talked to my dad my dad said he wanted nothing to do with it as long as i'm around him i'm a guy and it took, I think, a solid year. And after a year of me not caring really what he said, it meant something to me. But I went around him dressed as a girl. And from that point on, I did my medication. I did, you know, all my surgeries from top to bottom. And I hope I look like a girl. <laughs> and he has finally, over the course of a year or two years, has called me his daughter. And that oh, means something. That's so sweet. That means something more than anything to me. But that's my story. Yeah. I mean, and my, like, my dad has not been accepting. I mean, until, honestly, this past year and this past relationship that I have been in, unfortunately, has ended it. (laughs) We're good. Abruptly. Abruptly. Just a broken nose, you know, like a cute little one, too. Um, No, I'm good. Shoddy, I win. (laughs) (laughs) Um, No, but my dad really did, like, like the guy that I was with and that's I feel when he first started really accepting me as his not his gay son but just his son who happened to just be gay that's awesome even though we still as a tearjerker moment we don't we don't really like him we don't really fuck with him but he is becoming more accepting and that's all we can ask for. that's all we can ask for is growth growth Growth. Growth. Do you want do you want to go first, Sonic, or do you want me to? Um, I mean I can go first. Go ahead, girly pops. So for me, like I mentioned earlier, like I haven't really come out to a lot of people. If it comes up in conversation, like I'll mention it. Um, just because like I am in like a straight relationship right now. Um, but my friends, like I would I watched like a little too much Orange is the New Black when I was like 13. <laughs> and, Didn't we all? <laughs> and like, I would like mention like, oh, this person's hot or whatever. And my friend was like, um, like, <laughs> like, girl, you're trying to say something. And I also like around the time that I started like questioning my sexuality more, um, I like cut off my hair and I had like really short hair for a long time. Um, and like, around that time like <laughs> <laughs> can i take a drink of that it's been like the fifth time you spilled <laughs> yourself not her, not an empty can <laughs> but it was like around that time that um i kind of started to to tell people and i remember the first time i kind of mentioned it to my mom like she wasn't very accepting of it she was like But I think it was just, I was probably like 13 or 14. And so I think that she wasn't, she didn't know as as much, you know, like she didn't have as many people that were part of my life that she would meet that, that were LGBT. And so then I, she brought up later, hey, like, I think it was not the fact that I felt like I was just attracted to women, that I was like attracted to both like men and women and honestly like people that are non-binary and everything can, can i ask when did you so you knew you're attracted to females mm-hmm. when did you realize you're attracted to everything um 
I mean, <laughs> I see like a lot of like non-binary people and I'm like, they're cute. You know what I mean? Or like, I just, I feel like for me too, um, I start to see someone as more attractive, like based on their personality. And so like, I might start and be kind of like, ah, you know, but the more I know someone, like the more I'm attracted to them. So I feel like as long as I, I like someone as a person, I would be willing to, to be with them in that way. That's sweet. So. I love that. <laughs> oh, okay, Maddie. We got Maddie. Maddie. Maddie time. And then I have a question for the two straight girls here. <laughs> after you're done. Losers. Um, wow. I love you. Disrespectful. <sighs> anyway. I never, with my friends, first off, I never really had a coming out because obviously I met all of you guys and that just kind of like, I feel like with the job we worked at, it's kind of a common question. <laughs> um, like, or like, because we are all so close, like when I meet some of the new girls, I'm like, are you? And they're like, yeah. And I'm like, okay. But Good place for you. <laughs> but um, with my friends growing up, there's only, I could say, like a handful from like, like two of them from middle school. They kind of already knew when I came out to my best friend, she said, oh, that makes sense. I was like, okay, okay thank you, thank you. In high school never really came out unless it came into a conversation um my family well my mom and dad know but like my sister knows because my younger sister because i've talked to them about it because i want them to be accepting from a young age so i'm putting it in their mind but like grandparents cousins aunts they don't know and i probably won't tell them unless i bring home a non-binary trans woman trans man or a cis woman okay probably won't tell them until i bring someone home my mom when i first i didn't tell her but i told her i was going on a date with this guy and i showed her a picture and she said are you sure that's a guy and i said i'm pre pretty confident he is and then i told my mom a little bit i was like oh he's trans and then my mom is accepting but she's like i hope you know what trans is and i'm like i'm pretty pretty, pretty sure i was like 17 18 at the time i'm like i'm pretty sure my dad because he's nosy about my love life i told him i had gone on a date with that guy and i said yeah he's trans and my dad was like what does that mean he's like do you like girls and everything i was like yeah and my dad was like excited he's like oh my god finally <laughs> <laughs> so like i feel like they all kind of knew so i don't really have a like a legit coming out because i think it's kind of stupid okay yeah um, the final question I have for the two straight girls here, Alyssa and Sailor, um, <laughs> have either of you ever been, I guess your parents or friends or family ever wondered, hmm, are you gay? <laughs> yeah, my <laughs> That's mom a good has one. asked me that. That's what I wondered. Specifically because like I haven't brought like any guys home, maybe like one, but um for the most part i'm like i don't bring people around and so she asked me but i think it's just yeah it's a me thing so. <laughs> <laughs> <But> yeah okay <laughs> sailor um there was actually a rumor my sophomore year of high school that went around that i was gay i see it <laughs> and everyone said the same thing so <laughs> i i was like okay so like you had the girls lining up for you no <laughs> um i was no, actually sophomore year was not as attractive as now so and uh, mulvane Sick. <laughs> like, Hicks. you don't find many gay women in Mulvane <laughs> either. So, and that if they are, they're happen. like stereotypical. Well, I know a short blonde gay girl. Oh, do you? Yeah, in Mulvane. Oh my god, yeah, but she's a child. <laughs> she's well. like 17. She's a baby. <laughs> but long. yes, we love our Zobo. <laughs> but. I, don't, I haven't had any family like that, I don't think. No. Okay. That's good, though. That's well, good. Yeah, I'm always talking about boys <laughs> <laughs> to my family. <laughs> but I was always talking, like, I literally, I had a boyfriend. Okay. When, <laughs> when <laughs> people were spreading that rumor. <laughs> now that I think about it, it was sophomore year. I had a oh. boyfriend. <laughs> 
Tea. Tea time. Come over to Two Gays Talking for the tea. Oh, we'll talk about <laughs> it. We'll talk about it. Two Gays in a straight. Yes. Well, or Alyssa can come Two Gays to straight. <laughs> I still love that idea. So, Miss Halle, we have something for gay gaming. You've been playing something a lot, kind of like what we discussed earlier. What was it that you've been spending most of your time staring at? Lego Fortnite. Lego Fortnite. Something she just got into. She said that it was a lot like Minecraft. So Lego Fortnite came out a week ago. And I was like, not even prepared for this. I was just chilling on my Switch. And I was like, wait, what is this? And then I started reading about it. It literally came out just a week ago. And I started playing it like that day. Like I just got lucky. Um, it's everything that we've hoped for. But hopefully they do keep building on it. They said they're going to. If you haven't heard of Fortnite, it's a battle royale game, and it's very cartoony looking. I like cartoony looking stuff. I like the colors. For me, it's fun. People say it's a kid's game, which it is. I think the marketing's aimed at kids with all the bright, fun colors, but grown-ups play it too. I know plenty of grown-ups that play it. Um, I think most people that I've heard that have played Fortnite had played it in the beginning and then they kind of disappeared from it because it gets a little bit boring like doing battle royale you do it over and over and over and over and it's not like call of duty where you get to like keep experience points or progress on your weapons and stuff like that all you do is you play and then it's a it's a big cash grab they want you to pay for the battle pass and pay for all the neat cosmetics which are pretty pricey if you're wanting all of them I go through phases where I would get hooked on it and like to play it. But anyway, so they could tell that the steam was starting to slow on that. So what they did was they add, it's kind of, if you don't know what Roblox is, it's got a whole bunch of mini games inside of it. So Fortnite kind of took from that. They have a whole bunch of games made by fans and people and other gamer developers inside of it now. And that's pretty cool. So they've partnered with Lego and Rocket League. And the Reg the Rocket League game is pretty cool. They have a mechanic where you do like the thrusters and everything. But I'm not here to talk about that. It's a racing game. It's pretty fun. Um, I, I was always... I hate to interrupt you. I was always hoping for a Minecraft Lego collab. And that's what this is kind of a lot. Well, it's not Minecraft. I, I don't know. Um, Kind of something that we had discussed is this is a game where the world cannot be destroyed. Like... Minecraft, where you can actually remove a mountain by mining it. And this one, you don't do that. You just walk up to items and they just appear. Yeah, I really don't get why they have not done that in a good manner. Like, they had that, was it Lego Worlds? Yes, which was okay. It was it similar was to that. It was deceptive. It was. We all thought it was going to be our Minecraft Lego dream, and it wasn't. They really need to just do that. They do. But since they're doing this thing with Fortnite, I don't know if that's going to happen or not. No time soon. Um, but anyway, so it's a survival crafting game. And you can either build the blueprints, or after you level up your village a little bit, you can do free builds. You do have to eat, and... You get villagers that will visit your little campfire and you can ask them to stay, kind of like Animal Crossing, and they can go on adventures with you or help collect resources in your village. That's kind of cool. Yeah. Um, and then they do have a free build where you can just sit there and build whatever, kind of like in Minecraft. So mm -hmm. I was sitting there making hot air balloons and everything. Um, you can give keys, which can let other people play in your world without you having to be on, which is awesome, not having to pay for a server. That's cool. I wish Minecraft did that. Yes. And it is online, so it kind of sucks that you can't play offline. Um, and they're working on the skins, like all your Fortnite characters. They do... Is it Transpose... For what? Transpose like something on top of something? Yeah, I guess kind of. They do go over to kind of Lego. Right now they don't look quite great. But it says that they're working on that to give them more detail and make them look more like your Fortnite characters. Right. Um, 
But I've been having a lot of fun with it. There's mobs and there's tiers of your equipment. Like it goes, like in Minecraft you'll have like a stone pickaxe or an iron pickaxe. But so far it looks like on Lego Fortnite it's going to be a pickaxe and then an uncommon pickaxe. So they keep it kind of Fortnite tied. That's really cool though. Yeah. Um, but so far it's been pretty good. I'm having fun with crafting. I made my log cabins and my fort. It looks kind of kind of like a colonist colony yeah jamestown <laughs> uh, I, I would i'm more interested in being able to build like castles that's my thing you can do that it looks like so far all i've seen is a lot of wood stuff like jamestown like you said no there's granite and there's marble there's a lot more stones later on okay so you just have to play for a while i just haven't gotten to play for a while with a baby yeah um and then the battle pass. There's the normal battle pass and then there's like a crew pack battle pass. And every like 15 minutes you're logged into Lego Fortnite, you get some XP on the battle pass. And then it all ties together so you're not sitting there having to buy a million different battle passes. They did a good job with that, not trying to totally rip us off. Right, right. Yeah, um, it's pretty fun. It's free. You can definitely check it out. After you buy Fortnite. Nope. Fortnite's free. Fortnite's free. It's okay. There you go. Fortnite. So you got yourself a free pseudo Minecraft over there. Yeah. With Lego. Very nice. Very yeah. Nice, very nice. And then you got a uh, DLC coming out for Pokemon. 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 Um, yes. And that came out today and I haven't gotten to play it. I've been waiting for baby nap time and Holly awake time to finally play it. Yeah. Um, I saw that they're going to, that they had Blastoise and I... I'm excited for that, because he's my favorite. <laughs> That's good. They don't have a whole bunch of new Pokemon, which is kind of sad, but I get it. Okay. Except for that giraffe looking... <laughs> you'll see it. If you play it, you'll see it. If you haven't seen it already, you'll see it. You're not... Ugh. There's some people that like it, though, and that's a lesson to me, that there really are different walks of life everywhere. Because I do not get how people like that thing. If you like it, I'm sorry. Yeah. I mean, I'm not sorry for you. I'm sorry, like, me, that I don't like what you like. But, yeah, this will be continuing the storyline. I wonder if there's going to be new clothes. I hope there's new clothes. Yeah, me too. I hope that they actually let you dress in something other than just shorts and a shirt. Yeah. Because it's kind of monotonous i think i don't know like i like being able to ride on a mountain this game but that's like and i love the zero zone like the music in there yeah. and the future pokemon like to me that's all cool but i still i don't know i kind of like sword and shield better still i think they did a better job mm -hmm. on that one minus you couldn't play with your friends in the whole world just in that like area but I don't know. I feel like it was a much better. There was more to do. You could up do stuff with your bike, your roto bike. I don't know. I just kind of, I miss that. Right, right, right. The clothes. There's a lot more clothes. Yeah. Not all student oriented uniforms. That's kind of what I don't like is just student uniforms. I don't know. I wish that we could at least wear skirts or some other non, you know, you're not always in school. You don't always wear the uniforms. Um, well, I guess that's it for gay gaming. I think I hit the big whammies I wanted to talk about. Yeah. Well, everybody take care. We're getting ready for Christmas or I think Hanukkah was on the 8th. Hmm. Um, if you're Jewish, happy Hanukkah. Happy Hanukkah. I always have that South Park song, Dreidel, Dreidel, or I don't know if that's a real song or not. I learned about Judaism in elementary school. Our cafeteria worker would come and teach us about it every year, and she'd give us those, that bread that's like a cracker. I forget what it's called. It was a good eye-opener. I enjoyed that they did that. I hope they, I feel like they should do that at more schools. Okay, so the, the bread she's talking about, I think, is, and forgive us if we're wrong, matzah. 
an it didn't like have yeast or something in it i i don't know it says it's an unleavened leavened bread um, um that is a flat bread that consists of no rising agents so that'd be no yeast okay wow i can't believe i remember that from like first grade it's known in the jewish community so that's pretty cool yeah must we make some anyway um segue sorry everybody Okay, so um, we are going to get out of here today. I'm going to have um, my crew back again to say goodbye to everyone. Thank you again for joining us, um, Lucas and Maddie from Two Gays Talking. Make sure you guys check them out. We got Alyssa, we got Annika, and um, Sailor over here. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> we got the three others that are just here chilling with us, and... Hopefully, you guys all can come back and join us one day. Oh, I would be more than happy to. I Make would sure to too. come yeah. over and check out Two Guys Talking. I can't wait to have you, Brooke, on our show. I would love to join you guys. And I can't wait to have Two Straights and Two Guys. <laughs> yeah, this and was a fun experience. This was, I had a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, we'll see you next time. Thank you. Goodbye. Get back. Bye. 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 Thank you for joining us on our show. Don't forget to check out our other shows wherever podcasts are available. And if you're in the position to help our podcast grow, please join us at patreon.com forward slash ggirltgirl. And check out our Facebook and Instagram page for more updates and messages at gaygirl forward slash transgirl. And if you're joining us on YouTube, please hit that like button and subscribe. Thank you. Um, happy holidays.